Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Living More Alive. This is a podcast where we talk about different health and wellness topics, and we discuss ways that you can live your life to the fullest. Now, before I get any further into this episode, I do want to just throw out the disclaimer today that I am sick. Um, I got sick. Well, let me just back up. Last weekend was an amazing weekend. My best friend of all time, best friend for 18 years, got married, and I had the privilege and honor of being the maid of honor. Actually, sorry, the matron of honor. I just hate to say it because it sounds like I'm old and matronly, but Anyway, I guess once you're married, you are the matron of honor, but it was such a fun weekend. It was a gorgeous wedding. She looked like she had so much fun and now she's on her honeymoon. But anyway, that was so fun, but didn't sleep super well. Just lots of activity, lots of excitement um, and stress because, you know, you have to give a big speech and it was so much fun, so worth it, but I definitely got sick afterwards. So If my voice sounds a little bit off, a little bit funny, that's why. Hopefully it doesn't sound too nasally, but because I am kind of getting better at this point. But anyway, today we are talking about how to make an active lifestyle a priority. Um, Because one of the biggest things that I hear pretty much when I ask people like, what is your barrier? What holds you back? It's like, I don't have time or it just feels overwhelming or... Um, I can't like find pockets of time to do it or I don't have enough space or, you know, there's just so many things that I feel like people, it's about prioritizing. So like whether it's time, prioritizing money, prioritizing, you know, space in your house for this or space in your schedule for it, whatever that like looks like for you. I feel like People struggle to make it a priority and then it just kind of gets pushed off to the side. It's like an extra thing that's like, if I have the time or if I have the ability, then I'll do it. So that's what I want to talk about today. But first, I want to just bring up something that's been on my mind recently, and that is in embracing femininity. And the reason, I don't know, I just have been seeing it everywhere and I do feel like in today's day and age, we've gotten away from being super like feminine and gentle. And I feel like I've always had a very, I don't know, my personality always leans a little bit more masculine. Like I'm very strong-willed and driven and um, I'm emotional, but I'm not as like driven by my emotions. I don't know, like the classical, typical feminine side of personalities, I don't lean super hard into. Now, I am a feminine girl. I love wearing jewelry. I love to get dressed up. I love to wear makeup, like all of those things I definitely do, but I I feel like I've been kind of just driving into the masculine side of my personality and I just want to explore the more feminine aspects and I do feel like it's not like a natural thing necessarily for me always to be like go 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 driven like you know tough um all of those things like I am in healthcare so I have that like more gentle like empathetic side caring, you know, all of those more classically feminine qualities. I do have those, but I feel like I just tend to sort of push those away. And I I don't know, I was a tomboy growing up too. So like I do enjoy like, you know, the rough and tumble sort of more masculine side of things. But 
I don't know. I just feel like I've had this, like the whole girl boss, you know, women can do everything that a man can do. And like to an extent, I believe that is true. I don't believe that women are ever going to match men in sports. I'm sorry. We're just built completely differently. Um, I don't believe that women are ever going to be as strong as men, um, unless you're juicing with testosterone and that's a whole nother story. Then you're basically trying to be a man, but, and I know that some of this stuff is going to be controversial or people aren't going to like what I'm saying, but I'm going to say it because I believe it to be true. Um, however, I feel like I'm kind of jumping off into a lot of tangents and maybe I need to do a whole podcast episode on like embracing femininity, but I do feel like it is amazing that women feel empowered um, to go out and like build businesses and work hard and rise the corporate ladder. Like that is amazing and I love it. And if that is something that is your goal, do it, go for it. I'm here supporting you and cheering you on. But I also think there's like a pressure to want that. Like if you don't want to rise up the corporate ladder or, you know, build this massive mega business or I don't know, just like be uber successful career wise, I feel like you're kind of looked down upon or it's like, oh, well, you're not really trying or you're not using the power that was given to you by all of the previous women before you fighting for this. And I, again, I appreciate that. And I love that women do have the opportunities that we have. And I think everyone should take advantage of the opportunities, but I also feel like it kind of, my personality is very type A and, and I'm a perfectionist, which I think we've talked about before, obviously. Um, but I feel like that makes me feel lesser. If I like take 10 minutes, 20 minutes, even half an hour, and I sit down and read a book on a weekend, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm wasting my time. I should be busy. I should be doing something. Or even if I'm like baking or like baking bread or just doing something that actually could be useful and like could feed my, you know, me and my husband or whatever, like those things are beneficial, but I feel guilty if it's not like for a higher purpose or like, you know, advancing my career or making me money or whatever. And I just think that all kind of stems from this push to be like girl boss, like boss babe, like all of this stuff and like hustle culture, all of that in in together. And I want to like have a garden and dilly dally in the garden and, you know, water the garden in the morning and have the time and space to do that. And I want to make my bread and bake these baked goods that take a long time to bake. And I want to decorate the house and like I just want to embrace my femininity and allow myself to do that. And now mind you, I do have a full-time job. Like I'm not saying I'm quitting my job and I'm going to be, you know, a stay-at-home housewife. Sounds nice, but I think I would go a little crazy anyway. Um, But I do think I just need to allow for more relaxation, more time to just be in my femininity. I don't know. Maybe this sounds crazy if you haven't like seen this sort of going around on social media and like podcasts and whatever. This probably sounds like really crazy, but now that you've heard it, you're going to see it everywhere. And you know, I I am a female and I love being a female and I think there's a beautiful part of that and I can be emotional and that's okay and I can want to slow down and take it easy sometimes and that's okay. And I can want to just be more nurturing and not like go, 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 like, you know, solve all the problems. 
and that's okay. And I want to allow myself to kind of embrace that side and just see how I feel with that. Anyway, long tangent, I think maybe that needs to be its own little podcast episode, but let's get into the meat of this episode. How do you make an active lifestyle a priority? So first things first, and probably the most obvious thing is make it a non-negotiable. Don't think about it in your head like, oh, if I have time later, I'll do this, or oh, it'd be nice to do that, or, you know, reframe it in your mind that it's a non-negotiable. It's the same the same way that you treat like brushing your teeth or, you know, having food for the day. Like you don't just skip all your meals because, oh, I ran out of time for breakfast and oh, I ran out of time for lunch and oh, I ran out of time for dinner. So I'll just try tomorrow. Like you eat throughout the day, right? Maybe you only have one meal. Maybe you're one of those crazy people, but you make time for it. And so making an active lifestyle a priority is as simple as reframing it in your mind as a non-negotiable. Now, if it was just that easy, everyone would probably probably be doing that. And so I do have a little more than just that. So the first thing I think that is super important is removing any barriers that you can see that would keep you from actually going to the gym or going to your you know, home workout space and getting it done. So something like that would be maybe picking out your clothes in the morning. Maybe that is a small but simple barrier. So lay your clothes out the night before when you still have the motivation, when you're excited to wake up in the morning to go get your workout done. Fill your water bottle up. Maybe that's something that like, oh, just like I have to get my clothes on and then I fill my water bottle and then I can't find my keys and all of this stuff. So fill your water bottle up. Lay your keys out on the table so you know exactly where they are. Um, Pack your gym bag the night before. Maybe you bring a yoga mat or maybe you bring gloves or there's something that you need. So make sure that your gym bag is completely packed. Maybe you have to bring, you know, shower stuff and you need to like bring your soap and your towel and all that. Maybe you pack your your lunch in the morning for work. So have your meal prep ready. Have your lunch already made in the fridge so that you can just grab it, throw it in your lunchbox, and go in the morning. Maybe you need to wake up five minutes earlier to kind of give yourself, you know, and maybe this is more than five minutes. Maybe it's 10 minutes. Maybe it's 20 minutes. But maybe you need to wake up just a little bit earlier to give yourself time to wake up, to drink your coffee, to have your pre-workout, whatever that looks like for you. Um, so that you actually feel ready when you get to the gym. Because I think for me, one of the barriers in the morning is like if I wake up, go straight to the gym and, and try to work out, it's like I'm so tired. I don't feel into it. I feel weak. I'm like kind of dizzy and dazed. You need to kind of get some water in, get a little snack, have your pre-workout or coffee, whatever that looks like, and then go to the gym. So sometimes that means waking up a little bit earlier. And maybe maybe driving is a barrier. Maybe you just say, there is absolutely no way I'm going to actually go to the gym if I have to drive there. So maybe it's time to invest in some dumbbells for at-home workouts. And I highly recommend dumbbells, maybe some bands, and then just like a bench. And even that, the bench is a negotiable thing because you can use a couch, you can use a chair for a lot of like bench activities. Um, but I do think a bench is helpful. I mean, heck, if you have a little bench like that you sit on to put your shoes on that's in your entryway, throw down like a yoga mat on top of it and boom, you have yourself a bench. So it doesn't have to be anything fancy. But I do think if driving is a barrier, put together an at-home sort of workout set, get a few dumbbells, 
And that gives you sort of the motivation of like, all right, I literally have this in my house. If I have just 20 minutes, it's worth going down there and getting a quick workout in because I'm at home already. I don't have to factor in drive time and then I can shower immediately after and go. So all of those things, think about what your barriers are. Think about what your little excuses are in the morning or in the evening. Um, You know, maybe your barrier is like once you get home, you know you're not going to go back out and go to the gym. So don't let yourself go home. Pack your gym bag, bring it with you. And if you like to, if you prefer to go to the gym after work, boom, you have your gym bag with you. You change, you go straight to the gym and maybe even you change at work before you even get into your car. Because for some people it's like, oh, I made it into the car. I was going to stop at the gym. I have my gym bag, but I'm on my way home. So I'll just go home. But sometimes if you're literally wearing your clothes, it's like, all right, I'm, I'm in my clothes. I'll just make a quick stop. Um, and that kind of brings me to some like negotiation techniques that I use with myself. So don't kind of have the frame of mind that it's like, oh, I'm kind of tired, so I probably won't get a very good workout, so I'm not I'm not going to go at all. Negotiate with yourself a little bit. Say, you know what? I'm going to go for five minutes, for 10 minutes. We'll see how it is. If I'm still hating it after 10 minutes, I'll just go home. So one, you at least got 10 minutes in, and two, likely once you get there, you're going to be kind of more into it. You're going to say, you know what? I'm here. I'm going to actually like go ahead and just get it done. And maybe you still, once you're there, don't feel amazing. But most of the time, if you can at least get yourself to the gym, you're going to get a decent workout in because you're there and you're just like, let's just get it done. So I highly recommend kind of negotiating with yourself. You know what? I'm just going to put my clothes on, see how I feel. Oh, you know, I'm just going to drive over there, see how I feel and so on and so forth until next thing you know, you're done with your workout. You feel so good about yourself. And I sometimes feel like I even feel like better if I didn't want to go to the workout in the first place and then I do it. I'm like, wow, I feel so accomplished. I feel like I pushed myself and I feel like I'm better for this. So that's one thing. The next thing is sometimes you just have to like get new gym clothes, get new sneakers, have something that you're excited to wear. I find that this works really well for me. And a lot of females, I don't know, I feel like we are just like this, where it's like, if we feel good and like feel like we look good, we're ready to conquer the world. And I used to do this for even exams. Sometimes I would dress nice because I'm like, I feel good. I look cute and I'm ready to conquer this exam. Um, And so sometimes you use that same technique for the gym. Maybe it's a really cute fit that you've been looking at and you're just ready to splurge on get the new fit and go to the gym in that and you're going to feel good. Maybe it's new sneakers that you need. Maybe your sneakers are kind of old, dirty. Maybe they kind of smell bad and you're like, I just, I don't feel like wearing them. Get some new sneakers and you're going to feel like a million bucks walking into the gym. That's a simple one and it does cost money. So maybe that's not for you, but believe me, I have plenty more things to make an active lifestyle a priority. So sometimes maybe trying a new class or switching things up a little bit can help you. Maybe you are typically the gal that runs on the on the treadmill and you do your cardio. Maybe you need to try the, you know, body pump class or maybe you want to try bar or Pilates. Like there are so many opportunities for classes. Some gyms provide that. You can go to like a specialized studio for that. Um, and a lot of places do have like trial periods where you can kind of pay a little bit less and try things out and see how you like it. And then if you do like it, you can pay for more of like the full membership. 
Um, so I highly recommend switching things up if you're kind of just bored and feel like things are getting a little bit bland. Um, now, if you are having very specific goals, like maybe you're trying to run a marathon or a triathlon, or you're trying to reach strength goals, you want to be careful not to switch things up too frequently. But even within a training program, if you are having like a really bad slump, you can switch it up for a day and it just kind of reinvigorates you and reignites that passion for movement and then get back onto your program. It's better than not going at all. And I think sometimes we reach this point where it's like, I am so sick of this. I, I'm not doing it. I'm just not going. Versus if you were to just go do something different, you would actually enjoy it. And you might kind of get that motivation again to go back to your like actual program. Okay, so another strategy that I recommend is maybe bring a friend along. So, and this could, you could kind of combine this with switching it up. Maybe you have, you know, somebody who's been wanting to go to the gym, or maybe, you know, somebody who also goes to the gym, but they typically go at a different time. And this doesn't have to be every time, but maybe you're kind of just like, I'm in a slump. Like, do you want to work out with me next Thursday? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. So you can bring them to the new class or you can bring them into your workout routine. Maybe they typically do cardio and you typically lift or vice versa. And you can kind of show them what you do typically, or you can join them and kind of learn from them what they like to do. Also, um, a big thing is to make it part of your routine. And this has helped me a lot is to just like, it's, this is kind of similar to like removing barriers, but Um, maybe you have an hour lunch break for work every day, make that your time to go to the gym, whether that can be 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, depending on how far you have to go to get to the gym, but make that a thing that you do every, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at lunchtime, or maybe it's, you know, four days a week, whatever, but make it part of your routine. And that way it's sort of like, you don't even think about it. It's just, you know, as simple as going to work every day. Like you don't think, oh, am I going to go to work today or should I skip today? Uh, Maybe you do a little bit, but (laughs) you still go, right? If you want to keep your job, you show up to work. So if you want to keep your health, you show up to the gym or you actually run, like whatever that looks like for you, you'll make it a priority. That is sort of um, something that works for people who maybe have gone to the gym in the past or are kind of just in a slump with their gym routine or really want to go to the gym. But what if you've never kind of like had a consistent gym routine ever? So for you, I would say commit to literally two weeks and see how you feel. Just commit to it. Say no matter what, I'm going to do two weeks in the gym And I'm just going to see how it makes me feel. And the reason that I say two weeks is I feel like one week, you're not going to really feel a ton of difference. But after two weeks, I feel like you are more in a routine and you do start to notice that you're feeling different. You might not see a ton of changes at that point, but your feelings are definitely different and you start to kind of crave it a little bit. That's why I say that. Um, And then, of course, like allow some flexibility for for people, especially who are newer to the gym. Try out different things and see what you like. Maybe try to bike. Maybe try to do some hit. Maybe do circuits. Maybe lift a little bit heavier once you feel comfortable with your um, your form. Try out different, you know, classes like boxing classes and Pilates and all that kind of stuff. So that goes for people who are new to the gym and people who are have been going to the gym for a very long time. 
So those are my recommendations based on like actual planned exercise, gym routines, but this is about how to make an active lifestyle a priority, not just exercising. So I want to kind of transition into what you can do in your daily life and your daily activities that can make the active lifestyle a part of it because going to the gym is amazing. It's so good for you and they do actually see that even if you have like an active job, setting aside time for very specific leisure gym time or active time is really important and actually beneficial for your health, whether you're more sedentary at your job or you're moving boxes around all day, that kind of thing. So let's transition into lifestyle. So obviously the biggest thing is just plan active activities in your leisure time. Plan to go kayaking, whether you have your own kayaks or you have to rent. Um, Go hiking, explore areas. You know, being outside is super beneficial to your health, but also it gets you moving. It gets you using your body in different ways. Um, So that's another really great way to get active. Pickleball, tennis, maybe you find some pickup games in the area, which I think are super fun. If you played sports as a kid, you know, whether it was baseball or soccer or football or basketball, you know, pick your sport that you played. There are likely pickup games in the area. And even if it's a sport that you didn't play, like, I don't know, maybe you were a lacrosse gal and there's probably not a ton of lacrosse pickup games around, but maybe, you know, you can try basketball. I think that's like a pretty good one for pickup games. People are not as in shape and skilled as they once were. So pickup games in the area with like adults is actually really fun because it's more just like playing a very casual game. It's usually not like, elite college level kind of people. Maybe there's a a few of those sprinkled in, but those are really fun. And if you get a couple friends to go with you, then it's a little bit less intimidating. I did this a couple times. Actually, a friend invited me to like a soccer pickup game and it was actually so fun. I was super nervous before I went, but you'll find that if you start going regularly to the same kind of pickup game location, the same people tend to come and you'll make friends that way too. Um, so that's a really fun way, especially to like kind of relive your childhood. Uh, but be careful. You're going to have to stretch a little bit more. You are not in the same body that you were in when you were like 12. Um, also planning walks with friends is a really great way. Uh, instead of just like hanging out and drinking coffee, sitting down, maybe you ask if they want to go for a walk somewhere. The other thing that can kind of kill two birds with one stone is to join a club of some sort that has like activities Um, because you make friends that way and maybe you make a friend that you do stuff outside of just like the club meetings. So, um, and what I mean by clubs is like maybe there's a hiking club or maybe there's a rock climbing club or a biking club where you do like road biking. There are a lot of clubs out there that if you just go looking for them, you can find a bunch of like-minded individuals. And maybe you are like, I am not really that type of person. But if you start to hang around those type of people, you'll pick up on some of their habits and their just ways of life. And you'll find that you start to kind of take on some of those qualities as well. All right, my next one is kind of a joke, but also I'm kind of serious. Get a dog. So I have found that having a dog makes me be so much more active. Now, granted, if you get a dog that lays around, this will not help you. But 
I have an Australian shepherd and she is super active and needs activity. She needs to get her energy out. And I just am a more active person. I take her on walks frequently. We go outside and play and run around. I take her on hikes. Like I'm constantly thinking like, how can I tire Naya out today? (laughs) So that can definitely change your lifestyle a little bit and make you just be a more active person. All right, now on to some more serious things. So I feel like we kind of covered the gym stuff. We covered just sort of more general lifestyle things, but I think a big thing is to reframe your mindset around living an active lifestyle. And what I mean by that is sometimes we have this all or nothing mentality where it's like, oh, I can't get an hour long workout. So I'm just not going to go today because I think maybe Saturday I can get an hour long workout. And then Saturday rolls around and you're like, oh, well, I got so busy. I would only have like time for a half an hour. So I'm just not going to do it at all today and I'll do it next weekend or whatever. And before you know it, it's two months later and you still haven't actually gotten that one hour long workout in that you've been striving for. And maybe sometimes you do, maybe you get an hour workout in, you know, once a week or once every 10 days. Uh, But if you would just do 20 minutes every day, I guarantee that it would add up to a lot more. And even if you did 20 minutes on the day that you're like, oh, I only can do 20 minutes. I wish I could have done an hour. You'll probably still do that hour long workout when you actually can fit it in. But the all or nothing mentality really holds you back and you can actually accomplish something in just 20 minutes in the gym. Maybe you have to switch up the way your workout looks, but you can definitely get something done and it's going to be better than doing absolutely nothing. The other thing is like maybe you have kind of hit a stall in your weights. So you're not increasing weights every time and you're like, there's no point in even going because I'm just not even gaining at this point but reframe your expectations. Maybe you're in a plateau and you just have to keep pushing through it. Maybe you have to switch up your uh, gym program a little bit. Maybe your body has kind of stalled out and you need to lift heavier for less reps or you need to um, you know, decrease the weight a little bit and fatigue your muscles. Like it just, You just have to kind of be willing to change things up. Maybe you think, oh, I would run, but I just can't. Like I can't run for two miles. Who said you had to run for two miles? Maybe you run for 20 seconds. Maybe that's how long you can run. And then you walk for a minute and then you run for 20 seconds again. And next thing you know, you keep up with that for two weeks. Now you're running two minutes and then you walk for a little bit. And then two weeks later, you know, you're up more. You have to reframe your expectations, reframe your mindset that, you know, you don't have to do it the way that everybody else is doing it. You don't have to follow a program. If you don't think right now you can follow a program and stick to it, don't do it. Just do what you can do. Um, And that doesn't mean you don't push yourself, but you have to figure out how you can get yourself there and get into the gym. And the more it becomes a habit and a lifestyle, then you can kind of refine it and kind of get down to like the nitty gritty of like, all right, now I'm ready to follow a program. I've already made the gym a habit and now I'm ready to kind of dive a little bit deeper into the, you know, specifics. And also reframing the expectation that it's going to be fun every time. So I think we see, you know, the social media people and like we see people who look like the gym is like their happy place. And it's like, I have fun at the gym every day. Well, guess what? Even people who absolutely love going to the gym have days where they're just not feeling it, where they don't want to go, where they're miserable, where they're busy. They have all these other things on their mind. They have all these thoughts about, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. 
but they still go because they've made it a habit. And so I think reframing the mindset that like, it should be fun every time. It's not going to be fun every time. And you might go through a whole month where you're working out and it's just not fun. That happens sometimes, but you know, what's also not fun living every day, unhealthy, living every day with joint pain, being out of breath all the time, you know, having to go to these doctor's visits because you have all of these health problems, taking medicine all the time for these health problems, having side effects from those medicines. That's also not fun. So I think reframing our mindset, like this is not really a non, it's not really a negotiable thing. Like this should be something that we all fit into our lives because living an active lifestyle, there's no doubt about it. It keeps you healthier in the long run. You might not notice it right away, but I guarantee if you stick it out, you will notice a difference living this active lifestyle. All right. And the last thing I want to say, because again, making an active lifestyle so frequently, we hear, I don't have enough time or I don't have enough money or whatever. And so this is kind of similar to removing the barriers and like making it a non-negotiable, but cut out unnecessary things. So maybe you have to spend 30 minutes less on social media. I encourage you to go into your phone and see how long you're spending on Instagram or TikTok or choose your favorite social media platform here and see how long you spend there. If you're spending more than an hour a day, I think you have time to cut it out. I mean, even if you're spending literally half an hour a day, you could cut that half hour out every other day. Maybe you spend half an hour every other day. Um, spend less time on social media, make double portions for a meal so that you can go to the gym the next night and you have time to do that. Maybe you're one of those people that comes home, makes dinner, um, you know, does all your kind of routine stuff and then goes to bed. So one night when you come home and make dinner, make enough for a couple nights. And then that way, the next day, that hour that you spent making dinner could be spent going to the gym or going for a walk or going for a run or doing whatever active thing you'd like to do skip a nail appointment, skip uh, you know, an event that you didn't really want to go to anyway, cut things out that aren't completely necessary. Now, I'm not saying be ruthless and like literally have blinders on for everything around you and only plan for your active life, you know, activities. That is crazy. You still have to live your life, but I guarantee if you look at a couple different areas in your life, you'll find at least one or two things that you can cut back on or completely cut out that aren't really going to affect your life a ton in the long run. Uh, you know, even things like taking a walk over your lunch break instead of actually just sitting there and eating your lunch or like going out and buying lunch every time, take your walk over lunch break and then work and eat while you're at work. And for some people, again, this isn't possible, but I'm just kind of throwing out ideas and that way you can take what you will from this. Now, the biggest thing about all of this stuff is I can give you the ideas, I can lay it out, but if your mindset is going to be like, well, I can't do that because blank, or I can't do that because blank, you're in a fixed mindset. You don't really want to go to the gym. You don't really want to be healthier. And so you have to kind of think about it in your mind. Why? Why is this worth it for me? And I want to say that it is worth it. You just have to figure out what is motivation to you to get started. And I think it's really important to do this and actually take the time to search this out inside of yourself because that's what's going to keep you coming back 
time and time again. Maybe you saw your parents' health decline and you just don't want to end up, you know, frail by the time you're 65. Maybe you have children that you want to be around for and you want to be able to keep up with them and run around with them. Maybe there's this mountain that you want to climb someday. You want to go visit this foreign country and there's a mountain there that you really want to climb. Maybe it's as simple as that and you stay healthy for that reason. But I think making an active lifestyle a priority can be done if you have a reason for it. And simply for me, the reason is I want to be as healthy and active and able and capable for as long as possible. And being active every single day in some way, shape, or form is what will get me to that end goal. I want to, I always talk about this with my patients, but I want to have a long health span, not just a long lifespan. I don't want to be alive and unable to enjoy this earth. I want to be alive and truly living. And that's part of the reason the podcast is called Living More Alive, because when you're just living, yeah, you're here, whatever, but you want to live your life fully alive, invigorated. Every day should be exciting. And in reality, every day is not exciting, but there are ways to add to your life and to enhance your life. And I think living actively is a huge way to do that. Okay, so that is all that I had. Please drop a rating and review for this podcast, whether you're listening to it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that really helps kind of push this out to more people. And I have a lot more to talk about, so I'd love for more people to join in on the listening. Let me know how you liked it. Also, if you want to follow along, I do have an Instagram. It's carrie.saint.claire, K-E-R-R-I dot S-T dot C-L-A-I-R. You can follow along there. I make posts all the time. And... Go live your life to the fullest today. Bye.